Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. We're still focusing on the truth here of being with Jesus, this process of you and I becoming an apprentice of Jesus Christ and what that looks like in our lives. We talked about trying to cloud out the busyness, the distractions, how they just consume our lives, uh, and they do. We've talked about the idea of showing an interest in Jesus, even trying to find out if we have an interest in moving from there. Then we talked in our previous episode about sitting with Jesus and trying to give some practical ways that you and I can be with him. So we began with showing an interest. Then we are very intentional by sitting with Jesus, just you and I sitting with him. But then we can move to this next thing that Jesus talks about, and that is abiding in him. You see, the more we spend time with Jesus, the more we are being with Jesus, the more natural we'll begin to abide in him. You see, that's the goal. He teaches us in John chapter 15, this whole idea of the abiding life. And I think the abiding life is really the epicenter, if you will. It's it's the goal. It's the climax of just the process part of being with Jesus. You see, as we're being with Jesus, we'll become like Jesus. That's our next step in this process. So we have to ensure that we have this whole idea of being with Jesus down, that we're accomplishing. We'll never become like Jesus. We'll never live like Jesus if we're not able to be with Jesus and to abide in him. I think abiding in Jesus may be the really one of the, the key secrets of the Christian life. I mean, we want to be apprentice of Jesus Christ. We want to uh, duplicate. We want to live life like Jesus. We want to do everything that he does as his follower. Look what he said here. I'm just going to read you a few verses on this episode just so we understand what Jesus is saying here in John 15, uh, verse number 1. And this is written the last night. is Jesus' dying words to his best friends. I mean, what would you say to those who you know you're going to leave behind, that are most precious to you. It would be very important. And that's what we have Jesus here teaching, John 13 through 17. And right in the middle, he says this, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. And watch this, abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Wow, what a passage here. and What teaching that Jesus gives. He says, look, I am the vine. I am the source of all life for you. Think about that. He says, I'm the vine. You are the branches. And God's the husband. He's the one that takes care of it all. He created, he planted, and he takes care of it. But I'm the source of life for you. I am the source of the good life. I am the source of living life the way it was meant to be lived, not the way the world says, not the way the flesh desires, not the way culture demands. No, I am the source. 
And he begins to go in and say, Every branch that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Who's he? God takes it away. But then every branch that beareth fruit, he does something to it. He purgeth it. He prunes it for a specific reason. He allows trials to come into our lives, not for evil, but for good, that it may bring forth more fruit. So God works in our lives. And so the trials and the heartaches and the hard times that come in our lives are actually evidences of God working in our life. It's actually evidence of the presence of God in our life. Think about that. It's usually just backwards from what we're used to. We typically think about trials. We don't want them. Get them out of here. Uh, God, why? Why would you allow this? But on the flip side, many times we think God is missing. He's MIA, right? That's when we feel his presence the least, but it's actually an indicator, a revealing of God working in our life. That's what trials are. But he purges it for a specific reason that it may bring forth more fruit. So God not only desires us to bring forth fruit, he wants us to be very fruitful Christians, not burdened down, fruitless Christians, not Christians that are burnt out through the busyness of life, that are just so distracted they can't even focus on anything. That's not going to produce fruit. No, God desires that you and I produce not fruit, but more fruit. And he goes on to say this in verse number four, abide in me and I in you. There's a promise there. If you abide in me, I will abide in you. Now, the word abide means what? If you abide somewhere, what does it mean for you to abide somewhere? It means you live there. It means you dwell there all the time. And so the idea is you and I sit with Jesus, but here we're talking about sitting in Jesus. We're abiding in him. We're living in him. We're living there all the time in him. Where? In Jesus. So you and I have an attitude, a desire, a pursuit of Jesus that turns into you and I abiding in him. You see, as you and I show that interest, you and I pursue him, and you and I sit down and make intentional time to sit with Jesus, and we have that attitude adjustment. Remember, it's almost more about an attitude sitting with Jesus than it is an action, and we're abiding in him. He says, look, and I'll abide in you. And he goes on to say this, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except you abide in me. You can't do anything in this life to produce fruit. You cannot live the good life on your own. You cannot live a life filled with joy on your own. Now, you can find happiness, but you and I understand happiness comes and goes with the circumstances of life. But Jesus said, look, I want to give you and you can have a life that is filled with joy, that is filled with love, that is filled with peace, that is filled with forgiveness for those that have wronged you. You can have a different kind of life than the world wants to give you. How? I am the source. I am the vine. You are the branch. I will produce the fruit in you. Now, the fruit may be souls won to Christ. The fruit may be uh, ministry gifts. The fruit may be happiness. The fruit may be joy. The fruit may be peace. And on and on and on we could go. But he said, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except you abide in me. So the only way for you and I To live life like God desired for us to live is to abide in Jesus. The only way you and I can live the life that Jesus lived, a fulfilled life, a joyful life, is to abide in him. 
He went on to say, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth, watch this, much fruit. And watch this, for without me, ye can do some things. For without me, you can accomplish many things. And he says this, for without me, ye can do nothing. Wow. So as you and I live life, not abiding in Jesus, what are we doing? Nothing. We're busy. Life is full. We're running. But Jesus said, if you're not abiding in me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have eternal rewards. It's merely here for this earth, which will be dissolved, which will burn up. Think about that. So except you and I sit with Jesus, be with Jesus, we can do nothing. That's sobering for me. That's convicting for me. Because how many times do I live life not abiding in Jesus? How many times do I get busy and I stop sitting with Jesus? How many times do I get busy and I don't show quite the interest that I showed before in Jesus? How many times do I live life not really being with Jesus? Too many times. Way too many times. And what Jesus said, look, if you abide in me, you're going to bring forth fruit, more fruit, much fruit. I mean, what's the purpose of even planting a garden? What's the purpose of planting a fruit tree? It's for it to produce fruit that you and I can enjoy. So what is the purpose of our lives that Jesus redeemed? To produce fruit. But he says, as you get out of sync with me, as you get out of step, you're a follower of me, but you get out of step and you go to the right and I'm going straight, and you keep going to the right, you're not going to produce fruit. You may be busy, you may think you're doing good things, but it's not going to have eternal rewards. He says, look, there's going to be a judgment seat where the things we've done in this flesh We either persevere through the fire or we'll be burned up. For without me, ye can do nothing. Then he says this, if you abide in me, verse number seven, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Wow. So if you abide in me, we we learn this abiding life. We learn how to show an interest. We learn how to pursue him. We learn how to intentionally sit with him. As we do that, we're abiding in him. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. So as we're abiding with Jesus, we want to get his words, his teaching, God's word in our heart and our mind. That's why it is important. It's not cliche that we do need to spend time in God's word. Now, I can't tell you how much time. I can't tell you how many words to read. Scripture just tells us to meditate therein day and night. There's not a reading schedule per se that we're commanded to follow, though reading schedules are good. What I can tell you is Scripture does say meditate therein day and night, and then you'll find your way prosperous. You will be successful. So if you abide in me and my words abide in you, watch this, the promise. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. A promise of prayer, of answered prayer in the abiding life. Then he finishes up with this. Herein is my Father glorified. You and I want to glorify God. Yes, how do we do that? By bearing much fruit. That you bear much fruit. So the abiding life glorifies God because it bears much fruit. So as we think about our lives of being an apprentice of Jesus Christ, we're going to begin where? Begin by being with Jesus. We do that by showing an interest. We do that by pursuing him. We do that by sitting with Jesus. And as we do that, we begin to abide in him. And we have these great promises. And you and I are able to glorify God in our lives and in our bodies because we're bearing 
much fruit. And so our next step in this process, after we be with you, we could labor being with Jesus really for weeks. I don't, I don't want to do that. So you, I think, as we try to give some application, more application, maybe some homework, think of different ways that you can be with Jesus. Whether it's set aside time, whether uh, you're doing this, whether it's you know in church, whether it's worship, whether it's a Bible study, whether it's whatever it is, just different ways that you can spend quality time, not distracted, not busy, but quality time. That's why I said sit with Jesus, sit quietly, get the voices out of your head, get the distractions away. Get the busyness and stop and sit with him because the abiding life in Jesus, honestly, is where life is at. It's where you and I want to be at as a follower of Jesus Christ. It's where the good life is. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.